all. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to the Talk Nasty Me podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Nasty, the most inconsistent host ever. But it's okay because you keep coming back, right? That's right. You keep coming back. Yeah. Thanks for being patient with me from moving. Yeah. It's been months since I've moved out. I actually moved out uh, many moons ago. Three moons to be exact. Oh my god, I've been living in this apartment for three months. What the fuck? Wait, February, March, April. <gasps> oh my god. Wow, that's a fourth of my lease, right? Oh my god. What the hell? What now? A fourth of my lease is up? Like that's it. And then next month, it's going to be a third of my lease. And and then I have to resign in a few months. This is sickening. I'm sick to my fucking stomach. Good morning, everyone. I'm actually trying to curse a little less. No, I'm not. I'm trying to curse less because my grandma apparently watched one of my videos recently and said that I'm cursing too much because I'm hanging out with people who have tattoos. (laughs) And she told my mom it's embarrassing because she can't tell any of her friends about my videos because all I do is curse and say fuck a lot. And I'm like, grandma, I love you with peace and absolute love. But none of her friends are going to watch my videos and none of them are going to understand what I say anyway because all of them are like strict Polish speakers and that's it. And it's fine. So they don't need to know what I'm saying, what I'm doing in my videos. Literally lie. That's my favorite part about what I do as a career, like doing social media, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, because I can just lie to people about what I do. Like I should start being a bit more interesting. I'll give you an example. I'll lean into this later on. But like I lied and said to to this guy that I met at the gym the other day, it's nothing, nothing like that. Okay, he was my trainer for the day. I'll, I'll get into it. But anyway, he asked me what I do for work. And I was like, Nicole, you don't have to say you're a YouTuber. If you're uncomfortable with that, just say something else. And I said, oh, I do advertising. It's like, oh, cool. And then he started asking way too many questions. He's like, like, you, you work for yourself? I said, yep. He's like, do you have like contracts? I said, yep. He's like, okay, like month to month, does like your salary vary? I'm like, yep. <laughs> he just kept asking on and on and on. And it, 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 he could just Google my name and that'd be fine too. But um, the point is, is that I need to start lying and be a bit more interesting about what I do, which I'll get into because I have some new career paths that I am entering. Guys, guess what? I'm becoming a singer. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Guys, guess what? I'm becoming an actress. I'm just kidding. It's more exciting than that. Anyway, I took a break because I moved. I moved my ass out of my parents' house and I moved to Philadelphia, back to Philly. There's literally a tweet somewhere hidden in the depths of hell that I tweeted whenever I'm feeling very mentally unwell. I always want to move back to Philadelphia. I went to college here and my brain is just like, go back, go back. Don't, don't go anywhere else. Just, just come back here. And it's like a sick little twisted part of my brain. And you know what? That sick little twisted part of my brain was actually right for once. And it was actually like one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. And I'm so happy that I moved here back to Philly because this is the happiest that I've been in what feels like an extremely long time. I don't remember the last time that I felt so good and free and like euphoric and whatnot. And I'm not like sitting here being like, it's because I'm meditating. It's because I've, I've just been healing my inner child. No, I'm just happy because I am just doing well in all aspects of my life. I'm waiting for something to fuck it up. Everything's good. 
everything's great. I have my own place. It finally feels like I've actually settled in. I love my neighborhood. I love where I live. I love the surrounding area. I love being able to do something every day. I love my fucking cat. I love that I have a better relationship with my parents. This is the most social I've been in years because of COVID. And I feel like I've seen my friends more than I've ever seen them. And I have a bunch of new friends. And this sounds very braggy. But what I'm trying to say is that like I feel very fucking good. And I get to see Adam a shit ton. And I'm just feeling the best in my entire life. And honestly, (laughs) the best thing of all ever happened to me, which if you've been a longtime listener of this podcast, then you know how much this means to me. I met Julian Casablancas. (gasps) I know. I know. I know. Guys, I'm not lying this time. I know. It sounds like something that I would lie about, but I'm not fucking lying. So I met Julian Casablancas. It's now been about a week and three days since this has happened. Julian Casablancas has been such an inspiration to me and someone that I've looked up to for so many years. Okay, he hasn't inspired anything within myself truly other than maybe the way that I dress and maybe the amount of times that I wash my hair per week. But he is just my favorite artist, my favorite part of my favorite band, the favorite concerts I've ever been to. He just means a whole fucking lot to me. And I made a whole video on it, so if you want kind of like my reaction after it happened, directly after, uh, I have a whole video on it called I Was Wrong, God Is Real. I met Julian Casablancas because coincidentally, the last video prior to that I made was called I Wish I Believed in God, which was all about me being agnostic and how sometimes I wish I wasn't because it seems like it'd be a little fun to have a little religion. Anyway, <laughs> um, I... Got to finally meet him. It all happened very quickly. It all feels kind of like a blur in time. I feel like I needed to complete some sort of like quest. Like I feel like it was a part of a video game and I just needed to like unlock that one level and now I'm like in the next level of life and it's just something that needed to happen. So all in all, Julian Casablancas cured my depression. Julian Casablancas healed me of all my problems. Julian Casablancas is the reason why I've been doing so well in my life. I know that's a lot of credit to give to a man and I can't believe that I'm doing it. Anyway, um, Julian posted on his Instagram that he was going to be at a political rally uh, the following day in New York City and people should come through if they want to come and support. And my friend Gianna and I, who we do not live in New York City, nor can we vote there, uh, we're like, we should 100% definitely go. We love Brooklyn. Let's go have a fun little day. I mean, it wasn't in Brooklyn, but like we love just going to Brooklyn. Let's go. Let's have an amazing little fun, spontaneous time and it'll be great. And it was almost like fate because if we had come 10 seconds after when we came like maybe even five seconds I would have missed him because he would have gotten into his car and I think about that a lot that it was supposed to happen it was meant to happen and I didn't really have anything weird to say to him like you would think that I would have been like oh Julian Casablancas I've joked about eating your ass on the internet for many years now but I didn't I just simply went up to him and I was like thank you so much for your music and your art and your work and it really means a lot to me and It's helped me through a great amount of years and a really tough time in my life. And he was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. He didn't even know what to say. He was so awkward. But anyone who's ever met him knows that he's a pretty awkward guy. But he was very sweet. And it was just a good experience. And my friend G and I had an amazing time. But it also made me reconsider how I view, you know, 
parasocial relationships. A day prior to that, um, my friend G and I were doing like a yard sale in a park and we invited people to come out. And, you know, there were people who came that said that they just came from my Instagram and it was like cool to meet me, whatever. And that was obviously the sweetest, nicest thing in the world. I love meeting people who listen to me or watch my videos or whatever they may do. I love that so much and it it brings me so much happiness. It used to make me really stressed out because I would worry too much about the experience and making sure that I was nice and that people didn't have a bad time meeting me and that like, you know, just trying to give that to people. Um, and now it's just like so enjoyable to me because I'm like, it's so exciting to meet all of you and most of the people who listen to me are young girls and so it's just like really fucking cool because I remember when I was that age and like, watching other youtubers or like other people and like wanting to meet them but I was in Pennsylvania and so like there's like no fucking youtubers in Pennsylvania or in the area or anyone that I've ever met here um except for Frankie Grande but that's a whole different other story (laughs) um and yeah so it was just like such a cool time and my friend G was just like Nicole don't be fucking weird to Julian just act how you would want someone to act to you I'm like I don't know how I would want someone to act to me I don't know what to do because I will freak the fuck out and I did I made it probably 10 times more uncomfortable than it needed to be because I was so extremely nervous um I wouldn't be surprised if I pissed myself a little probably dried on the way to the car um but I was just that nervous and excited but I thought a lot about like parasocial relationships after that and like how I view celebrities and I don't think there is anyone else that I would meet that would give me that same kind of feeling after Julian because I think I have stopped viewing celebrities or other YouTubers or like anyone else and like such an exciting light you know what I mean like if there's a video out there I'll have to dig it up but there's a video of me meeting FouseyTube if you guys know who that is on like the Chicago radio station and like I'm like crying to him and I'm like, I'm 13. I love you so much and I just want to marry you. And and then he proposed to me on live radio, which, well, that's weird in its own sense. But anyway, at the age of 13, I was extremely excited. And I shit myself during that time. And now I shit myself when I met Julian, but I don't know of anyone else that I would probably shit myself. Maybe Prince. Why is it always fucking men? Why Why wouldn't I shit myself? I love Claudia Saluski, but like, I don't think I would shit myself meeting her. I think I would just, um, yeah, I don't think I'd shit myself meeting her. I just want to like hang out with her. You know what I mean? So it made me think a lot, like what happened that I am not excited for these people anymore. And I think as a collective, I think that's how a lot of people, are we just sick of people from the internet and celebrities and everything else? Are we just getting jaded about that? Because if you threw like Ariana Grande in front of me, I'd be like, wow, you're great. But like, I don't think I would shit myself. Anyway, I'm looking for the next artist to obsess over and shit myself over. Any suggestions? Please let me know. Um, (laughs) but speaking of like parasocial relationships and content creators, internet creators, whatever, I've been thinking a lot about also, uh, me consuming a lot less content recently. I just like, that's all I used to do was consume content of all hours of the day. Like, do you know when you would like have like really rough days where you would be deep into like the TikTok pit hole, especially like when we didn't have like school or work and like when 
everything was online and whatnot. Um, and we would just be in this, I, I don't know, maybe some people are still in this hole because I just recently retrieved myself out of it, where we are so sucked deep into this fucking hole of like being so obsessed with our phones that day that like if you look around the room, like everything doesn't look right and like your eyes are all fucked up and your head kind of hurts and like even if you try to do something else, you need to be holding your phone during it and I was so deep into it like I had to like delete the app off my phone because it was such an issue um and and it just got better and I think it's because of my lack of interest now and I don't even think that my attention span is really that messed up anymore because of the last like TikTok that I've been consuming and everything but just content in general I don't know what's going on on YouTube anymore Um, I just recently started Stranger Things and that's like the first like long form content that I've been consuming in a long time. I don't really want to really watch a bunch of or listen to podcasts to be honest. Like there's only some where I find them interesting or something that I really like. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on. I just have not had that great of a time consuming content on the internet recently. Um, and I think a lot of people are feeling that way. I think things are just like oversaturated right now and just like feeling like a lot. But if you guys are looking for any type of content to consume that you guys are like, oh, I want to have something. I really love Trin Lavelle on YouTube. I'll, I'll watch her talk about any show or movie, even if I've never seen it before. I think she's amazing and I've just been obsessed recently. Um, And in terms of other podcasts and shows, fuck. Damn, is that it? Kind of, sort of. I've listened to a lot of Two Hot Takes. Two Hot Takes, if you didn't know, is uh, where, damn, I don't even know the main person's name. And that's not like me trying to shade it at all. It's just that like, they barely talk about themselves. They just kind of talk about the content. But basically, the the main host of the show will have a guest on and then she'll read uh, from these re- subreddits, whatever, on Reddit called like, am I the asshole? So people will post to it and they'll be like, am I the asshole for cheating on my girlfriend with her mom? And then they'll explain their story and then the host will kind of give their take on it. I love that. I I love interjecting myself in other people's drama that does not pertain to me whatsoever. I cannot get further invested because it's not like YouTubers or influencers. Like it's just one and done and and they put their business out there and they're looking for some, you know, input and that's that. Also, I've been liking for the people who are kind of interested in like psychology, kind of interested. I don't want to say true crime because it's not really a true crimey type. I don't know. It's uh, Explore With Us, the YouTube page. They basically do um, a breakdown of all of these wild cases um, and they'll do a breakdown of the interrogations that these people have. And I love it because it makes me sick to see like what these people have done and how how much pain they caused but it's so interesting from like professional standpoint I think they get like input from lawyers and psychologists to look into like why did this person say this or what does this even called or what does this mean um because I've never been in interrogation I've never had to like give a statement or anything and so it's just really 
cruel to watch that. It can be a lot sometimes, so I don't recommend watching it late at night or when you're all alone if you get freaked out by that kind of stuff. Um, but if you like kind of like psychology-based things, I, I think it's very interesting and uh, does not glamorize or kind of, you know, sensationalize these horrible people that have done these awful acts so anyway that's my little recommendations as of now but other than that uh haven't been consuming too much and it's been actually quite nice for the brain I'm feeling like my brain has been pretty smooth recently no 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 it's not smooth smooth is smooth is bad smooth is when I was like really deep into watching TikToks and smooth is when I I was like in the depths of procrastination everything my brain is bumpy all right, my brain is feeling bumpy as fuck right now. It feels nice. It feels very good. Something else that my brain has been doing for me is that my social anxiety has drastically improved. I don't think I ever suffered with social anxiety much. Like it, it's it's interesting how it works. Um, like for example, I have some friends who have a really difficult time. Like ordering at a restaurant or like talking to people on the phone that type of social anxiety and my type of social anxiety is that I would be really afraid to look people in the eye or talk to strangers and stuff because I would be afraid that they would hurt me um that kind of anxiety and that took over my life for at least the last like year or so um and it got really really bad around this time last year and I think I'm finally overcoming it. There was a time where it was really difficult, especially when I moved to my new apartment, where it was so hard to leave my house. And I was getting worried for myself. I would have to like write it on my to-do list to leave the house at least for like 20 minutes a day because I was low-key starting to like trap myself inside just because my brain would convince itself like you can't go out there. Someone's gonna hurt you. And, and I've been good and I've been fine. And so... I kind of just have this new sense of no social anxiety. It's actually very strange to me. And every single time it happens, I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like, who is in my body right now? Because it's not the Nicole I know. I have not, I feel like I'm, I'm bragging throughout this entire podcast, but I just truly am very excited for me to be like getting better on all the things that I've been like really struggling because I feel like all I've been doing in all my content recently is complaining and I have little to complain about now because I'm so proud of myself but anyway um talking to strangers has been significantly easier on me I'll give you an example yesterday I striked up a whole conversation with the employee at Target because I liked her nails and I was like where do you go me and my friend are looking for a new nail place where do you recommend that we go get our nails done and we had a whole conversation about it and not that I wouldn't ever talk about that kind of stuff but I would definitely like keep my head down try not to strike up conversation maybe I would compliment them on their nails but I have closed myself off to giving compliments and receiving compliments and really any interaction because of the way that I just like move throughout life. The way that I move throughout life in my hometown and truly like anywhere to be honest has been get in and get out. Be anonymous. Don't make any type of impression on anyone. It was like I was like being a sneaky little spy everywhere that I went because I was just trying to avoid social interaction with people that I didn't know as much as possible because I just had this fear that someone was going to hurt me. Um, and it's gotten so much better, uh, like out of nowhere. So 
another today i was at the pet store because miss clem i'm looking at her right now sleeping on my bed being cute um miss clem recently has been obsessed with treats and she never has before that sounds like a normal cat like oh yeah obsessed with treats no 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 clementine is not food motivated at all like she doesn't care for treats she doesn't care for begging for food she doesn't care for that kind of stuff except now clem loves those i don't even know what they're called they look like tiny little baby hot pockets for cats maybe they're like plentyfuls i don't think that's what it's called it doesn't it doesn't matter none of you guys are going to go out and get them for yourselves so it doesn't matter and if your cat wants it then they'll tell you themselves but anyway um my cat loves those and i left them at home so she also loves chicken tubes it's like gogurt but for cats filled with like meat puree which is the most vile thing ever especially as a vegan but i love my cat so i'm gonna buy them for her clem in the middle of the night recently has started going into her little treat basket and pulling out all these different bags of treats that i have for her that she does not like and will not eat and just dragging them out into my room and screaming at the top of her lungs that she wants treats i'll open it up for her i'll give her some she refuses to eat it what the fuck is up with that i'm like i'm like looking at her and and scolding her and she's dead asleep um so anyway i had to go into the pet store today i went and i bought chicken tubes and I bought little treats that are not the exact ones that she loves, but little hot pocket-esque type treats, whatever. They have a little filling on the inside, a nice little surprise, okay? So I get her these, and I'm like trying to make conversation with the employees at the pet store. I can tell they're not really interested, and I look like the weirdo in this situation, but for some reason, I just don't care. I'm like, who cares? When will I see these people again? The next time I come into the pet store, oh well, like who cares? There's a cat like sitting up on the counter and I'm like, who is this? And I'm like trying to make conversation with the cat and I'm doing fine. And that's just not like me. Normally, I'm not trying to make conversation. On my way out, I'm like petting the cat and I'm like over listening to the girl's conversation. And she says to her friend that she saw a TikTok where somebody was like, oh, yeah, I give my cat plastic to play with in front of me while I can supervise them. And I call it harm reduction for cats. And I like bust out laughing. And now me and those girls at the pet store have a connection. And I like to think that we're friends now. They know my name because I had to sign up for the rewards program. And I don't know their name, but I know the cat's name. And now we're friends. And I just shocked myself. I was like walking home and I'm like, I feel so much better now that I have interacted with someone. Maybe I'm just like lacking human interaction. I don't think that's it. Well... I talk to my mom every day multiple times a day because I'll call her literally when I take the smallest shit in the world. I'm like, hey mom, what's up? Just took the smallest shit in the world. And I talk to my boyfriend Adam on FaceTime because he's at work in Boston, but only like, you know, when he's free and everything. Maybe I am craving human interaction. But anyway, next time that you go to a store for whatever reason, try and just spark up conversation with someone, compliment someone, ask them where they get their nails done. Make a joke. Go to the pet store and tell them that you saw a TikTok about giving your cat plastic to play with in front of you and calling it harm reduction. D- make these conversations because I guarantee you, you will probably feel better. It's been making me feel better significantly because I, 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 it's good. It's been nice. Also, another thing, which is actually huge for me, if any of you guys know me, is that I started 
working and talking to a guy recently. I don't know why I fucking worded it that way. My trainer at the gym is a guy, okay? They signed me up for a free trial. They're like, you get a free little trial with 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 a trainer. But they, they didn't say a trainer. Like, the whole program has, like, a name for it. Like, oh, it's it's the Fit Club. You get a free a free t- free free trial at the Fit Club. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I don't care. They're like, what day do you want to come in for the Fit Club? And I, I didn't know what was gonna happen. I get a text the night before. It's like, hey, it's Evan from the Fit Club. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. I'm like, oh my god, fuck. And and their name isn't Evan, but pretend that their name is like very ambiguous, like or androgynous it, it could go either way like I don't know the gender of this person at all and I got really nervous about the possibility of the gender of this guy of this person being a dude because I am scared of men that's like a very known thing about me is that Nicole Raffi is scared of men Nicole Raffi has to wear a little jacket that they give to dogs do not approach afraid of men Nicole Raffi shakes in her little boots when a man walks towards her on a street Nicole Raffi needs a weighted blanket or a thunder jacket when in the presence of men Nicole Raffi cannot look a man in the eyes Nicole Raffi has a fear of men. Nicole Raffi has very few friends in her life that are men at this point, even though during her childhood, all of her friends were boys. It It's a pattern and it's a well-known thing. Everyone knows that about me. And the fact that when I walk into the gym and I'm like, I'm here for an appointment at the Fit Club with Evan. And they're like, all right, he's right over there. My heart just drops. I try to find them on like Instagram or any other social media. Nothing was coming up. But the fact that I knew in person, I was like, fuck, it's a guy. I should just leave. I should just go. I'm so scared. Like, ah. But I I did it anyway. I went anyway and I had conversation and I forced myself to look this dude in the eye, which is so scary to me. And I forced myself to work out with this dude. And it was fine. It was like cool. Like, it, it was totally fine. He's not a weirdo. I love it when guys bring up that they have a girlfriend within, like, five minutes of talking to you. Like, it's not really relevant to the conversation, but they want to, like, slide it in and let you know. I actually really like that. Like, thank you so much for letting me know. It's even better when they like to tell me that they have a boyfriend. I'm like, fuck yeah. And this isn't me being like, every guy is interested in me. I just have a severe fear of every person I come in contact wanting to physically harm me especially men. And so <laughs> I feel like I'm at a, at a therapy session right now. But anyway, um, anyway, I, I did the whole workout and it was fine. It was totally fine. And cool dude. Shout out to Evan. Thank you so much for not being weird. I totally told him that I work in advertising. If we end up becoming like friends or something, uh, I already imagined how I'm going to like introduce myself to his girlfriend and me being like, hey what's that one tiktok it's like hey girl boss pussy pop slay (laughs) and and i just i just hope that things remain good for me and i'm using this as exposure therapy so even though i did not want to continue to get a trainer because i don't really want a trainer at this point in time i've also worked with trainers in the past whatever that's besides the point 
and they've all been women. I just don't have any interest right now in getting a trainer quite literally at all. But like this dude like guilted me into like taking his trial class and saying that he could help me out. And I'm going through some like sciatic nerve pain issues. And I actually took his advice and it actually like fucking helped me. And he knows he knows that I have bad ankles and I need better ankle support and strength. And he he knows that my hips aren't activating he knows these things about me now and I'm like fuck I'm like connected to this to this dude Evan now I gotta keep going to him and and he guilted me into getting a free trial because they'll get you it's not a free trial I don't even know why I said free I had to pay for it and I'm like god damn it and I'm using this opportunity not as an opportunity really to work out anymore, not as an opportunity to like get this guy's number, not as an opportunity to make a friend. I'm using this as exposure therapy to stop being afraid of men because I'm too, how do I put this? They recommend for people with OCD to go to exposure therapy, right? Exposure therapy is fucking expensive, okay? And my insurance, my insurance, quote unquote insurance, will not cover exposure therapy. It's going to be very expensive for me to sit in a room with a man. Is it beneficial? I'm sure. But you know what is cheaper and out in public and I also kind of feel better about doing is getting a trainer that's a guy who I trust will not do anything to me in the gym. And that is how I am rigging the system. I figured it out. I am playing my own therapist. No, I'm not. I'm not. But anyway, what I'm trying to say here is, is that um, don't do what I'm doing, which is pay a lot of money for something that you don't really want to do in order to try and fix your problems, which it may or may not work. I think it's working. I haven't looked at a man today at all. Actually, I think I did. Oh my God, I did. I did go to the gym today and the receptionist had to like, this is a fancy gym, okay? This is like a very fancy gym. Like I've never been to a gym like this before. I'm used to like Planet Fitness and an old person's gym back at home, but this is a fancy gym because Philadelphia, you know? Um, And I looked this guy in in the face and I was like, can you please turn on the hydro massage for me? Because I wanted a fucking hydro massage. I've never had that before. I sit in the chair and it's basically like a waterbed, but the water just like shoots up and it like massages you from like head to toe. Um, And he's like, yeah, I usually like to go on low speed and high intensity. So that's exactly what I did. And I'm having a lot of lower back pain because I'm having sciatic nerve pain. And I like shoot it to my lower back and it literally feels like a power washer is going up my ass. I'm like, I don't know if I just shit myself in this waterbed. I have zero clue. It's like lasting 10 minutes long. The water keeps like zhuzhing me over there. I made like a TikTok about it. It was crazy. It was intense. But I looked that man in the eye and I was like, I want to go on the power washer. Please turn the power washer on for me. And he's like, you got it, dude. So you know what? I think I am working on my exposure therapy on my own and working on my fear of men and the other things. I don't know how I'm going to expose myself to those things. But anyway, um, and that's the best part is, is that I don't have like something that happened to me that like all these things 
are improving my life. You know what I mean? Like there's not like one answer to everything. I think it's just a collective of many different things. I think it's a collective of me being on OCD medications. It's a collective of me moving out finally because I knew that was the right decision for me. I think it's a collective of me being social. It's a collective of me starting a routine. It's a collective of me trying to be physically active because I know my brain likes that. Unfortunately, I'm just kidding. I do like working out, but like why do I have to move in order for me to feel good? You know what I mean? It kind of feels unfair. Like I didn't ask to be born into this world. It's a lot. So... I think this as a collective all is the reason for me doing a lot better in my life in all facets. I'm just really excited about it. There's not like one answer or like cure all. It's not like, oh, I I took this pill and then things got better. Because no, I've, I've been on medication for a while, but I didn't notice a true real difference until I started like putting actual work into it. And by actual work, I mean... Um, exposure therapy with my my gym trainer (laughs) I think also me getting cool ass friends has helped me big time that's been so fucking awesome um I don't know if you guys have seen in my recent videos or like me on social media but I have a friend named G who cut my hair initially and that's how we became friends um and she's been awesome and she's been such a great friend and I've met so many cool people through her and she's one of the reasons that I want to move to Philly and it's been such such a pleasure being her friend <laughs> no it's been dead ass so fucking cool to be her friend and um I don't know I just really appreciate having her in my life and shout out to G if you're listening to this but it's just been very fun and nice being friends with someone who is so different from you but also so similar and having the same interests, but also having different interests and like knowing what it is to be a good friend and also like being in different realms of your life um because like she's not like a social media influencer or anything and like she is so herself that it makes me want to be more myself I've had friends in the past where I've had friends that made me want to be more like them like I I felt myself like slowly becoming into them the more I would spend time with them whether that's like negative or Mm, yeah I guess most of the time it was like negative like I remember I surrounded myself with like a bunch of mean people however many years ago and then I became a mean girl because that's who I was surrounding myself with um and you know there's been people who kind of had this like fuck you attitude and like try to turn me against other people in my life and then I suddenly had that kind of attitude about things and like I am a product of my environment like through and through I'm not gonna sit here and be like I am so solid and uh, no one can change me I know my personality no I'm fucking 22 I don't know everything or the answer to to everything or, or know my personality like I always envied people who could be the same person no matter who they talk to but the truth of the matter is is that I change the way that I speak and the way that I act around every person that I meet which is normal and a lot of people do that but I just envied people who are just so confident in themselves and who they are and that's what I really like about being friends with someone like G is that she is so confident in herself and proud of who she is that it makes me want to be more myself not more like her but more myself like um I think I definitely have changed in recent months since being friends with her but I'd say only in a good way like I'm more confident in myself because it's so nice to be friends with someone who never speaks poorly about themselves or their looks or who they are 
G is always positive. Um, and I was like actually talking about this with her husband. I, I'm friends with I'm friends with married people, guys. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I have like quite a few married friends, and I'm like me married. Oh my god, I'm a child bride. But anyway, um, I was talking about this, and I was like, I don't know how she is in the relationship with you, but like she is just so herself and so confident in herself, and does not speak poorly about herself or around anyone. And he's like, no, for sure, like. She does not speak poorly about herself in front of me and that's helped me. And I agree with that. I, I think that that's helped me big time because I don't want to talk badly about myself and it's cool because I spend so many days out of the week with her and I like that. It's it's definitely boosted my confidence and we're still our own people. Um, and I think if anything, just for the better, for the better of it, regardless of what my grandma thinks that um, <laughs> I've changed because I hang out with people who are who are heavily tattooed. No, grandma. Nicole has just moved out of the house. That's all. And also, you just haven't watched Nicole's videos in a while. Okay, bapcha. But um, no, in all seriously, like in all seriousness, getting a good group of friends, especially being around them, has been such a big turnaround. And I can't help but think that I made the best decision ever by not moving to New York City, truly. Because if you guys didn't know, that was kind of like my plan for, I'd say about a year's time, I really thought that I was going to move to New York City. And that was like where I was going to go. Because I was like, uh, no one will care about me if I move anywhere else. Like, as if that was like my deciding factor because no one else thinks no one's going to care about me if I move to this area that's not like a solid way of thinking about where to move you know what I mean and I thought me moving to Philly was going to be like kind of playing it safe but I don't think so at all I think it was definitely the best decision for me of all uh the amount of friends that I have near me is so I was about to say heartwarming that's not the right word bountiful it is so bountiful to have friends here no it is so beautiful having so many friends around in this area who I relate to and who I know well and who all get along with one another so that like we're our friends groups are mashing up we often joke that it's like a Hannah Montana sweet life Mm, that's a raven I don't remember what the thing was it's a big ass mashup of mashing all your friends together and I think like that also stems from me missing that from college of being around my friends constantly um because during the pandemic I wasn't near like any friends all my friends were all over the country and it was very difficult to see anyone when I even did see people so I think that this has been like nothing but amazing for my mental health and I think if I moved to New York City I'd have some friends but I don't think as many friends as um or or the the right friends that I probably should have near me if that makes sense um because I do have friends in New York City but the ones that I have here have been in my life for so many years and, and the connections that I have and obviously there are some new people but I'm I'm so extremely <laughs> I'm so severely close to the people who are near me that it it makes it feel like a family and like a home here. Um and I had really severe FOMO for a while like fuck I made the wrong decision moving to Philly like I have FOMO about this. Um but if anything I think I I did the most 
me thing I could have done and the, the, the most right thing by kind of like listening to my heart rather than what everyone else was telling me about moving to New York and how it was going to be the right decision because obviously there are issues with New York like for example rent um, how expensive it is and everything and I avoided that um, but I also think that this is where I was supposed to be and sometimes when I'm having like an amazing time with a group of friends or like I'm very happy here on my own I think to myself like wow I would have never experienced this had I been in New York City which this is something that I've never actually shared on the internet I've only shared this to a couple personal friends but I was also heavily thinking about moving to New York City a few months not like like late last year um because if some of you guys know (laughs) this is going to be the most Madison Beer-esque moment when she's talking about the Ariana Grande thank you next music video and Madison Beer goes I was actually supposed to be in the music video yeah this is what I'm about to sound like but then I guess you'll understand why I I felt such severe FOMO but at the end of 2021 I was asked if I wanted to join the Your Mom's House content house with Your Mom Ashley, Kelly Wakasa all of those people um, living under one roof, making content together. I never considered making content or living in a content house or even making content with others because you guys know that I, I rarely, rarely work with other people. Um, and that was going to be way out of my comfort zone. And I thought that that's maybe the right thing for me to do. And I heavily considered it for a long time. And it, it really was difficult for me to let down that opportunity and to pass that up and even more severe FOMO when you know everyone's videos are like skyrocketing and doing so well and being awesome and the amazing recognition you know the friendships that they made with each other you know when I was feeling pretty lonesome over here in Philly and like it was really tough on me. And that's when like my FOMO was like at an all-time high. I'm like, Nicole, you could have had built-in besties living in the same house. Nicole, you would have been friends with the coolest of people who are so awesome and so kind. Nicole, your videos would have gotten great views. Nicole, you wouldn't feel like a failure. And then I'll have these like amazing moments like today where I compliment this person's nails or... I look uh, my trainer right in the eye and know that I'm getting better about my fear of men or I'm having an amazing time with G, getting dumplings tonight, or I'm like in the apartment with my cat uh, and I realize that these memories and things would not be possible had I done anything else and that I'm very grateful for the situation in which I am in right now and it's taught me a lot more about just being present and being grateful for literally the dumbest littlest of things no shade at all to your mom's house I think what they're doing is awesome and amazing and shout out to them and I'm so happy that they found their group and their groove and everything in between Um, and I think what they have going on is awesome and I think with me being there I don't think I would have thrived as the person because I know right now for me, this is like low-key peak thriving Nicole. So it's just very interesting that I can uh, look back at that. Sometimes making an alternate decision from the decision that feels like would be best for you can make you realize um, 
how much things are better on the other side, if that makes sense. I'm trying to say this without seeming shady at all to to the four of them because it's not at all. It's just me realizing that I needed to be in Philly. I needed to live on my own. I needed to be doing the things that I'm doing now and being around the friends that I'm with because if I weren't, I would have been missing out fucking big time. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, it just makes me really happy for for the decision that I made. And I'm just doing really well. So, Nicole has finally exited her slump that she's been in for quite some time. I'm sure there will be low days. I do have low days, but the low days used to be consistent. It used to be low months. It used to be months at a time where it felt like things were just so fucking low. And then it went to low weeks, to low days, to now I'll have like maybe a hand, less than a handful of low moments of the entire month. And that feels awesome because if you've been along with me, then I have been struggling. So it's just very nice. Um, that's the thing about mental health and what kind of sucks is that like if you want to be honest and open about it, people will be upset and be like, damn, this bitch is miserable all the time. And oh, this person is it's so difficult to listen to. Uh, but if you want me to be honest about things, it's not fucking easy all the time. It's not. It's actually rarely easy a lot of the time uh, because a moment like this where I'm, I'm happy most of the time and where there are low moments, this is pretty new to me. I have not experienced this feeling in what feels like years. So I just wanted to say that I'm very happy and thanks for sticking around if you've been here for a while. It means a whole lot. And uh, I feel like I'm kind of starting YouTube all over again because seems like the algorithm has changed and what YouTube wants from people has changed. I don't know. I'll probably have to like eat Susan Wojcicki's ass or something like that. Um, and uh, it feels like I'm kind of starting YouTube brand new. Like I'm a little newbie baby again. So if you've made it to this far in the podcast, let me know what you guys want to see from me on YouTube. I have some really fun video ideas coming up. But a lot of them require like so much planning and I'm not used to that because most of them would just be like sitting in front of the camera and like just shutting up and talking so now the fact that it's gonna take you know some planning and things to do I'm like fuck I need people to help me that's something I definitely need to learn though is asking for help um because I don't know how to do that okay that's really fucking hard my birthday September 10th yes my zodiac sign that's right that's why that's why that's why I can't ask for help it's not bringing in any of my other issues let's blame it on the fact that I'm a fucking Virgo anyway I just want to say thank you guys for listening to this episode. If you guys enjoyed it, do whatever you want. Follow me on my social media. It's just at Nicole Raffi on everything and Nikki Nasty on TikTok. Uh, and listen up to the next podcast episode, which will be with me and Jake for I saw your tweet. Are you okay? Even though Jake doesn't have Twitter right now. What the fuck? Anyway, I love you guys. It was so great to talk to you. I'm probably going to go snuggle my cat um, and maybe I'll go on the street and look a man in the eye. Thank you. I love you. Goodbye.